You know, I know a lot of people would say that it's more important for me to be playing games with my kids rather than admiring my sculpture physique in a full-length mirror that I got in a garage. But what those people don't understand is that acquiring a physique like mine ain't no game. Right? It certainly ain't something that can be done in the company of children. Now, ask me, people are just too harsh in their judgment of the spectacularly muscled. My name is Olga. I'm from Russia. I'm recording messages for this program because people write letters and say I do not exist. So if you can hear my voice, I'm not from your imagination. I came to Great Britain six months ago when agency said a man from London chose me on the website. When I see photo of a new husband, I was very happy. But when I see a new husband at tube station, he was very different. I was happy he was not holding machine gun and wearing headband, but also sad because he was much older than man in photo. Also, he told me that his helicopter was wrong and mechanic was repairing it for a long time. Before I came to Great Britain, I was at Russian University in St. Petersburg for eight years, including PhD in aerospace engineering. I am now qualified to fly aeroplanes and also design and build them. Here in Great Britain, I have a job in the office of the roof company. Perhaps you know Ray and Ken, uh, who work at company. When the roof of house breaks, they will repair it for little money. I am enjoying very much living in Great Britain, especially the funny child who is prime minister. In my country of Russia, adults would help this child to read and write without mistakes and take him to the zoo to see animals. But here in Great Britain, he is a person in charge of all country, which I think is very good for him. I enjoy very much your cardboard sales, which I go to in a large car park under the bridge. People will be selling things they don't want for not much money, and lots of people buy in atmosphere of the circus. If you have Lilliput Lane that you're not wanting, please send it to me and I will pay. I will give my address. My sister is very beautiful and she wants to come to England too. So if you are listening and you want a beautiful Russian girl, you should go on the internet and you can contact the agency. Her name is Ursula and she's a very strong woman. I once saw how she pushed the tractor from the deep mud when my father crashed the tractor because of wind. She's writing a doctoral thesis on theoretical astrophysics and wishes to be a cosmonaut. So she may be away in space as part of your great British space program. Last week my husband Frank was telling me that I put on weight since arriving from Russia. So I must begin boxing practice. I say to him that eating chips and fish and food from microwave all the time is makes me put weight on. But he says again, all British people do this. I went to place in London and joined boxing club to make sure I'm losing weight with exercise. There are many men there with suits who work in city who are not athletic person because when I hit them, they fall down and begin cry. The man in charge says he is very strong and made of suede and he is unkind to city boxing men, but he is kind to me when I punch them down on floor. 
He said he hoped crying men would lose the dress to his gym sometimes. My husband Frank told me he was famous boxing champion in old days, so I asked him for boxing practice in kitchen. His move is sometimes good, but he has bad defense. That means I punch him in face very often. When he's punched, he laughs and makes a bell noise, then goes into other room and when I make him cup of tea to say sorry, I can see he tries not to cry. When watching program about some people buying house in Leicester or Coventry. Frank had brother who was also famous boxing champion, but he died in boxing match against Russian champion in 1985. After his brother died, Frank went to Russia to have boxing match with champion of Russia, so he punched some meat in warehouse before boxing match against Russian champion on Christmas Day. In the boxing match, Frank won the boxing belt, and the Russian president clapped him to say, well done, but unfortunately the belt was stolen by Russian spies, so he doesn't have it now. Remember, if you have Lilliput Lane, you can send it to me and I will pay you with my money from the roof company. Ray is sometimes saying he will give me more money soon, because my work is very good. But I don't believe him, because he is saying the same thing to Kenny. But Kenny says he never has more money. Usually, they just give me all the money anyway, without receipt. And I take it to banks, so I know where money is all the time. At least Ray and Kenny is not trying to buy Lilliput Lane. Only me, so they can save money for a day of rain. Goodbye! Hello, Nathan Pickledon here with some more poetry. I thought you might be interested to know that I have submitted a manuscript for publication with a small company in the city, so hopefully very soon I'll have some exciting news about my first commercially available volume of work. I don't mind admitting to you that this is all rather exciting for me, but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, so I'll just say to you that I'm keeping my fingers crossed. This poem is called Hope. The page sits blank, waiting for inspiration. The poem sits unwritten, waiting for creation. The poet sits alone, waiting for validation. Thank you. Cool King Cool King was a cool king. He wore sunglasses all the time, went everywhere on a skateboard and often stayed up late listening to rap music. The previous king hadn't been anywhere near as cool as Cool King and had ruled his subjects with an iron fist. He had callously improved their lives by teaching them more effective farming methods and then taxed a small percentage of what they earned to improve the living conditions of less fortunate people. He had also introduced a barbaric and unfair judicial system that he had hoped would introduce harmony to a frequently chaotic land. 
but only succeeded in alienating his subjects still further when they were introduced to the concept of having to atone for their many crimes. In short, the previous king had been very uncool. When the uncool king died, and it was cool king's turn to be king, the first thing he did was to abolish the taxation system, as he felt it was uncool for the crown to take money away from the people who had earned it. Cool King's many loyal subjects were overcome with joy and gratitude at this act of benevolence, and for days afterwards, they all stayed up late listening to rap music in his honour. Unfortunately, whilst the abolition of the taxation system was very popular with the Cool King's subjects, it left the crown without the means to generate an income of its own, and in order to reduce expenditure, Cool King was forced to behead the many hundreds of people who relied on him for their livelihoods. The second thing Cool King did was to abolish the judicial system as he felt it was unfair for anyone to be beheaded for something they might not have done. Unfortunately, the day after the judicial system was abolished, a crazy lunatic arrived in the realm and started beheading people, so in the end, quite a lot of people who hadn't done any crimes ended up being beheaded anyway. Additionally, the crazy lunatic who had beheaded so many people was never caught because the plan to create a rudimentary police force had been abandoned once the taxation system that would have made it possible was abolished. A further unforeseen consequence of Cool King abolishing the taxation system was a terrible famine in which countless thousands of his loyal subjects perished. It turned out that when they were emancipated from the burden of taxation and presented with a life of boundless possibility, Cool King's loyal subjects were consumed by their natural indolence and most of them ended up starving to death in their meagre homes, mourned by the tearless sorrow of their emaciated relatives. Fortunately for Cool King, he was able to sell the peasants' bodies to the nascent shipbuilding industry, which removed their skins and stitched them together to make sails. Indeed, so lucrative was this trade that it quickly generated more income than the taxing of the very peasants whose bodies Cool King was now selling. So everything worked out nicely in the end for Cool King. Wine is everyone's favourite drink. Even people who prefer other drinks. For years, children have been complaining that they're not allowed to join in with the wine drinking. But now they can with their very own wine. Children's wine comes in two wine flavours. Red wine and white wine. It also comes in wine bottles that look exactly like normal wine bottles. So there'll be none of them mooning. Children's wine can also be used as an educational tool to teach children about how delicious wine is. Children's wine is non-non-alcoholic, so it's completely safe no matter how much they drink. <laughs> Children's wine. It's like normal wine, just more fun. Don't want the jab. Don't want your medicine. Don't trust the scientists. Don't blame you. Forget eyewitnesses. 
Science is the villain's tease now. You think you got away with it. You think you're home free. You think nobody saw you come out of that post office in Luton back in 86. 15 grand in one hand, Luger in the other. You think it's all been forgotten about. But that's not the case. Because science has been watching. Scientists. Looking. Always looking. 25 years later, I'm sitting at home minding my business. Front door comes off the hinges. Scientists standing there with a white coat on. Got a test tube in his hand. We got your DNA off a panel saying, he's saying. We got hard evidence. Fair enough, I said. I'll get me jagged. How many more times? I don't want none of your hedgehog pie. 